Is there anyone up about Milwaukee? Not off the top of my head. Not off top, but we'll get right into yeah. it. What's good, everybody? It's D. What's up, guys? This is Q. Yo, and welcome to the Pickup Show. Today, today, we're thinking of an intro song, so we'll see what song we pick. But today, we're talking about Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Badgers. Did they win this weekend? Yes. Yeah, supposedly they have a good running back. Yeah, I think he's the second uh, favorite for the Heisman. For the Heisman. Jonathan Taylor. Hey, yeah. shout out to Wisconsin Jonathan Wisconsin always produces great running backs. They really do. Uh, how they do in the NFL, that's... Uh, Remains to be seen sometimes with some of these guys, but definitely in college, those guys produce. That's how I feel about USC quarterbacks, if I could be honest. Yeah. It's uh, like, look um, at Liner, uh, yep, Liner, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Um, who is it? Freaking, he got drafted by the Eagles. Matt Barkley. Barkley. Yeah. Sam Darnold, uh, we'll see. Three, third this year. I think he might be different. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to give too much credit to, to a SC guy, but I think he's uh, the real deal. So I think I'll be okay. To be just, I feel like SC guys can't win in the cold. He's in New York. Yeah. So yeah, I know we'll, Mark we'll Sanchez had a nice few years before the butt fumble, but it is what it is. But all right, guys, going back to Milwaukee. Um, additions: Mike Budenholzer, obviously the coach from Atlanta Hawks. Great pickup. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo with the 17th pick, Brooke Lopez, Ersan Ilyasova, and Trayvon Duvall. And then uh, this offseason, uh, they lost Jabari Parker and uh, Shabazz Muhammad. <laughs> I just thought about it. We'll probably do, um, no, nah, I don't think, the little Duvall song, Smile Bitch, uh. Smile Bitch, because of Trayvon Duvall. <laughs> probably not, but we'll see. Expiring contracts, uh, Eric Bledsoe, 15 mil, Chris Middleton, 13 mil, player option. Oh, he's he can, opting out he's, of that. He's opting out of that. Easy. Merzon Teletovich, 10.5 mil. Brooke Lopez, 3.4 mil. Sterling Brown, 1.6 team option. And Malcolm Brogdon, former rookie of the year. All right, projected starting five. We have Eric Bledsoe at the point. Malcolm Brogdon at the two. Chris Middleton at the three. Giannis Antetokounmpo at the four, though I'm sure he's going to be handling the ball a lot at that position. He, he's everyone. And Brooke Lopez at the five. All right. For rotation, Tony Snell, John Henson, Ersan Ilyasova, Don Maker, Deli, Deli Delavadova, Dante DiVincenzo, Tyler Zeller, DJ Wilson, Pat Cunnington, Trayvon Duvall, and Sterling Brown. Gosh. Okay, got, let me just ask you a quick question, Keith. Out of these guys, who's actually going to produce for them? Because I see a lot of, like, low-key, some scrubs. Out of the rotation guys? Yeah. Like, I, uh, okay. I know Tony Snell. Tony Snell will help yeah. out. John Henson. Ilyasova. <clears throat> but after that, like, yeah, it's a, that's tough. I, I believe in their, their pick in DiVincenzo. He, uh-huh. uh, last year we saw what he did on the big stage, being the, the final foremost outstanding player. I think he can help this team. Mm-hmm. Uh at the wing coming off the bench. Right. Um, but outside of that, I mean, all these guys are really young and still very raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Maker, what, he got drafted like... 10. This is going to be his third year, so... I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's still really young. He's got, he If he can ever develop into what they think he is, that'll help this team a lot. Right. Uh, but it just still remains to be seen. DJ Wilson was their first-round pick uh, a year ago. Didn't get a lot of minutes last year, but mm-hmm. if he can turn into a stretch four like we saw signs of at Michigan, that'll help this team uh, already, uh, who already improved on their shooting by getting right. Brooke Lopez. But 
I mean, I'm with you. It's a, it's all a crapshoot. We know Tony Snell produces off the bench. Henson's been there a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a good backup forward. But outside of that, I mean, they just need somebody. Because uh, you know what Giannis is going to bring. We saw Middleton, um, what he can do when he's fully mm-hmm. healthy. Um, but they need uh, other guys to step up so that uh, they can get out of the first round this year. Yeah. Um, for me, I know this team will make the playoffs, but I don't see – no one scares me here, if I could be honest. And Giannis, Giannis is going to do good, but I feel like people are overrating him, if I can be 100%. I'm just, I don't see it yet. I know the physical features of him, but um, I need to see more. I need to see more skill from Giannis before I call him the next great thing. I, I can understand that. I think he can, I think he can take an extra step this year. Honestly, uh-huh. the only two things I think he really needs to add, and one of them I don't know if he ever will, is a jump shot from three. Yeah. He shoots them well when he shoots uh, a really low amount. But I think uh, at some points this year, he's going to have to shoot more from the outside. Um, just mm-hmm. kind of stretch the floor, space it out for everybody else. Uh, and just be more aggressive at the end of games. I feel like Chris Middleton was more of that player oh, yeah. in the last postseason. And Giannis still played well if you look at his series stats against the Celtics. But I think uh, in, in the clutch, you know, he can, he can take another step forward there. And once he's able to do that, then uh, the sky's the limit for this team only because he's on it. Yeah. Uh, but he, he in, in order to be a true contender, he's going to need help from some of these other guys, and I don't know if he's going to get it this year. I don't know either, honestly. Um, franchise direction, they're trying to win now, right? Yep. And I think it's the hiring of their coach, Mike Budenholzer. I think that was a great pickup. I'm really excited to see what he does with um, these group of guys. I don't even want to say talented guys. Like, I want to see what he can do with Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. No disrespect to Eric Bledsoe. I love Eric Bledsoe, but I'm sorry. He got exposed yeah. in the playoffs. But um, what's their biggest weakness? I feel like it's the guard. I, I hate to say it. I feel like it's the guard play. I think, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess that's not the worst thing to have when you have someone like Giannis on your team who right. can... Uh, play the guard position, but I just feel like Bledsoe, for as athletically gifted as he is and talented, he's just not consistent enough to to be a, a guy you can count on right. for a playoff team, uh, and that needs to change. Brogdon, rookie of the year, but um, this is a really weak rookie class that year, very. and he improved a little bit, but I still feel like uh, he at times is very inconsistent as well, scoring right. the ball, playing defense and such. So, and I don't see really anyone off the bench that uh, can spell for those two guys significantly significantly enough where uh, it's going to make a huge difference unless DiVincenzo, you know, really steps up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think those guys need to uh, really step up this year, especially Blood. So I think Brogdon will continue to develop while he's only going to be in his third year. Right. Uh, as long as he's solid, I think he's okay. Uh, but Blood So is really going to have to be consistent on a night-in, night-out basis to kind of help... Uh, uh, Giannis and, and Middleton. I'm going to go in the opposite spectrum as you. I'm actually going to say their bigs are the biggest weakness. Mm. Um, yeah, they added Brooke Lopez. They finally added the stretch five that Giannis needed. But come playoff time, he's not going to be able to stay on the floor. Because I feel like playoff time, instead of getting slower, now it's kind of getting more like faster. Yeah. And it's really interesting. So I don't see him staying on the floor. And also... Um, 
I have a lot of questions about John Henson still. Ersan Ilyasova did great last year, but but I mean it's another year. He's back in Milwaukee where he's off and on. Yep. Don Maker hasn't shown much, and you also have Tyler Zeller, DJ Wilson, who's I'm sorry they're questionable. So for me, like they're bigs. That's that was the a big weakness question. last year against Boston when you have yeah. someone like Al Horford uh-huh. who's uh, consistently really good mm-hmm. you know, not not uh all-time great player but he's always going to go out there and produce and right and now he stretches the floor so if they play anyone like that in the playoffs which they very well could mm-hmm. uh in the east now um that's a, a matchup because who's going to guard him uh you know brooks not the greatest defense defender uh henson and uh, henson's inconsistent maker it's not quite there yet he's um, too skinny yeah and if they want giannis to uh you know guard the other guy's best post play that's going to take a lot of, of energy from him no, exactly. And um, with all this weakness, what's their biggest strength? I'm, I I can't think of anything other than they got one of the ten best players on this planet who's mm-hmm. just so interchangeable. So they can play different styles with him out there. If they want to play him at the point um, and surround him with shooting, I think they can do that a little more now with, right. with the addition of Lopez. Um, if they want him to play at the forward uh, with his size, they can. Um I just think he and himself is like, like a Swiss army knife in some sort of way. No, I definitely agree. And just his physical features, that's more than enough to be a starter in this league. For me, I'm going to say, like you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, and I'm going to say Chris Middleton. Like They have a solid one-two punch. And I'm a big fan of Chris Middleton, and I feel like he's he doesn't get the love that he deserves. I'll, I'll, I was going to add that as well. I think uh, another strength is just they know they have... Uh, a second guy that they could probably yeah. rely on moving forward now because we saw how well he played against Boston last year. So uh, it's not just a question of, uh, you know, does Giannis have enough help from uh, everybody else? At least he has help from, from another star mm-hmm. on his team. So No, definitely. And who are you watching on this team? Who... I want to watch it. I mentioned it before. Bledsoe's got to take a, a step forward. Uh-huh. I think this is a career-defining year for him just because... Right. Um, he said his contract's expiring, right? Yeah. This so, year. Um, I mean, if money's not an incentive enough, uh, I think just him being considered, you know, an elite point guard um, right. is, is going to be, should be motivating enough for him, especially how he played last year in the playoffs, very up and down uh, with, with a, a guy who's a, ba- a very good backup on the Celtics and Rozier, kind of mm-hmm. calling him out and now playing him. Um, I think Bledsoe should should come out with a chip on his shoulder. I felt like he had that early on in his career with the Clippers. Oh, he did. And it's it's kind of slowly gone away. I think he's gotten complacent. So I think if he balls out this year uh, and helps his team, you know, advance in the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. he'll he'll get paid for sure. And maybe he can stay on this team and and help them grow and develop. I hope so. For me, it's two guys. They are um, DJ Wilson and Thon Maker. I feel like this year is kind of a make or break year for DJ Wilson. It's either going to be a bust or not. Um, I'm not. I mean, he got drafted in the 20s, but um, he came out. He was a 6'10 uh, forward, shooting threes. So there's we need that in the league. I'm gonna watch out for him and Don Maker. That's um, honestly, if those guys, if both or even just one improves just a bit, it helps out Giannis a lot. Uh, over and under 46.5. What do you think? This one's tough. Uh, who we have ahead of him? We have Boston ahead of him. We got Philly. Mm-hmm. T. Dot. Toronto. 
Um, Indiana. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go slightly over. I think I get 47. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's gonna be tough. I can't see this team winning that much more than that, but I I think they'll barely get it. I'm gonna go under. And the reason for that is because there's a lot of question marks, and God forbid Chris Middleton gets hurt. Yeah. Or Eric Bledsoe. The, the most reliable thing either. Exactly. So I'm going to go definitely under 46.5. So from one to another, we're going to Denver Nuggets. You know what? Actually, before we go to Denver, all-time Milwaukee team. Q. If you had to pick all-time Milwaukee Bucks, who's on your team? I know this is like on the spot, but you want me well, to say mine first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. For me, I got the big O. Of course. of course. Ray Allen. All right. All right, I got Giannis. I got Kareem. And I'm struggling with that fourth, that fifth one. Uh, well, let me say this. I like everybody you said there. And there's this guy that used to play for them in the 60s and 70s. It's probably one of the more underrated players in NBA history. So I'd throw him in there. Bobby Dandridge. You can play Giannis okay. at the four, put Bobby Dandridge at the five. Well, okay. Where's Kareem playing? I mean, Bobby Dandridge at the three. Okay. Giannis at the four, Kareem at the five. All right, for My sure. Bad. I'm cool with that. Do you so, agree with that? Yeah. No, I would say that as well. Uh, Big O, obviously, needs to be in there. Kareem, mm-hmm. they're the two of the ten greatest players of all time. Exactly. Uh, I, I think Ray Allen, you know, young Ray Allen, uh, mm-hmm. was a force to be reckoned with. The young one dunking on Giannis people. obviously deserves to be in there now, I think. And uh, like I said, Bobby Dandridge. You guys don't know about him. Look him up. Can uh, impress some people with your basketball knowledge with that one. I'm fine with that. Let's go to Denver now. Um, Q, you want to read the additions? Yep. So they drafted Michael Porter Jr. at 14. Pretty good pickup right there at 14. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Welsh at number 58. Not sure if he'll make the team or not, but they did draft him. Uh, added Isaiah Thomas and uh, also uh, unsigned uh, uh, undrafted free agent Jared Vanderbilt from Kentucky. I actually like Jared Vanderbilt. I just feel like they're they have a lot of forwards already. But anyways, losses. Wilson Chandler, Kenneth Freed, Emmanuel Moutier. Expiring contracts, Paul Millsap. Uh, $30 million team option. That'll be interesting to see what they do because he only played uh, half the season last year. Uh, Trey Lyles, 3.7 qualifying offer. Juan Hernan Gomez, team option, 3.3 million. Malik Beasley, 2.7 million team option. Tyler Lydon, 2.2 million team option. And Isaiah Thomas, uh, only 2 million. Projected starting five, um, Jamal Murray at the point, Gary Harris at the two, Will Barton at the three, Paul Millsap at the four, and Nikola Jokic at the five. All right, and rounding out the rest of the rotation, uh, Isaiah Thomas, Mason Plumlee, Trey Lyles, Michael Porter Jr. I'm sure he'll he'll have a bigger role if he is healthy this year. Yeah. Torrey Craig, Juan Hernan Gomez, Malik Beasley, and Monte Morris. Mm -hmm. So, Daniel, this team was literally a game away from making the playoffs last year. They lost to the Timberwolves in a very close, very... That was a close uh, to game. To me, controversial watched, game. There was a lot of physicality yeah. that went uncalled. There's, but it was in Minnesota, so... Uh, this team makes the playoffs easily next year, you think? Or, or do you think it's going to be coming down to the wire again like last year? I think it's going to be going down to the wire. Um, honestly, so I know a lot of people... Sorry to interrupt you. I know a lot of people that are high on this team this year. Like We have them at 14. I've seen them in some people's top 10s. Or right outside of it. So I think we're a little low compared to some other analysts. I agree. And I, I guess people forget that only eight teams from the West can yeah. make the playoffs. And honestly, one team that didn't make 
the NBA playoffs last year is automatically going to go in. People forget that. Lakers. You got to have the Lakers. LeBron's here. So um, it's... <laughs> Some analysts don't think that either. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later when we get to them. But um, it's going to be tough, man. Um, the West, again, is I feel like it's stronger than last year. And how do I feel about this team? I like this team. This team feels in the East. They're definitely making the playoffs. Probably top five. But since in, since they're in the West, it's it's going to be tough. But I like their depth. I like that they, they're going to give Isaiah Thomas a chance. And if he doesn't pan out, they have Monte Morris, yep. who I was actually really high on. Shout out to Amber Rose. They're dating. But, um, yeah. Good I know. for him. <laughs> Good for him. He winning on and off. But um, I like their point guards. Um, what do you think? I think this team will make the playoffs next year. Um, Millsap missed half the season. Yeah, he did. He's getting up there in age, but if he plays maybe 80% of how he played in Atlanta, I think that helps this team a lot, having that for a full season rather than half. Right. I think uh, Jamal Murray and Gary Harris, one of the more underrated backcourts in the NBA. I like that. And I think they both are going to continue to get better. Nikola Jokic, hopefully he uh, plays a little more physical this year uh, after getting exposed kind of in that last game last Bro, year. can I talk about, okay, Nikola Jokic. I'm watching that game because I work, I worked that game actually for Second Spectrum. If you guys don't know, Second Spectrum is the one who's who does the advanced analytics for the NBA, and I was um I was cutting film for them, and I was just watching Nikola Jokic just get bullied by Taj Gibson, and honestly, after that game, I lost a lot of respect for Nikola Jokic. I think he's soft. I think he's overrated. But that's just me. I'll say this. They should have called one foul. Come no, on, I agree. They should have called one, at least one foul. I don't think they called one. No, Todd just acting like he's playing back in New York where he's from. But, um, no, I agree. It was very physical, but he didn't do that's, anything. Yeah, that's an understatement. I think uh, Todd just playing middle linebacker out there a little bit. Yo, I mean, the Giants could have used him. Yeah. Did they win today? No. No? Yeah, no. exactly. They could have used him. No, but that's what I got to say about Nikola Jokic. So, oof. but I will say this with this team, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna make the playoffs, and I think that they have one extra level they can possibly get to. Yeah. If Michael Porter is the player that people thought he was a year ago, you're only was, giving him one level. I'm giving them an extra level. Like I'm, I'm giving saying, them two extra two levels. extra levels. Well, if Michael Porter I'm Jr. Saying, is okay, healthy. Two extra levels in like. Three years if he's the player, but I'm saying like, oh, like if now. he's like rookie of the year contender, okay, like oh easily, you know, I don't know about his health. I don't know. Have you heard no, anything I recently? Heard anything. So I think he's gonna miss the whole season. Honestly, if I'm them, that's a tough decision, man, because they're expected to go in the playoffs this year, and he can help mm-hmm. them if he if he can play. But at the same time, um, he's a lottery pick, and you want to tread carefully there. Yeah, you but, don't want. But if mess he up. is healthy. So the guy that was probably number one player coming out of high school, in the conversation for the number one pick with uh, Aiton and and Doncic, mm-hmm. uh, that just unlocks a whole nother level with them. We know that at that wing position, I, at least I feel the last few years they've struggled with finding consistency consistency there. Only because Will Barton's a good player, right. but he hasn't always been a starter. Wilson mm-hmm. Chandler was okay, but um, he always hurt. Same thing with Gallinari mm-hmm. when he was there. So Thanks. they haven't, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they haven't had someone that they can consistently rely on at that position. And if Michael Porter Jr. 
can do that for them, that just makes this this starting five so much more. Uh, oh, that would be scary. Difficult to deal with. You got him and Jamal Murray, just the top shooters. Oh, yeah. ugh. gosh, that'd be nice. I hope he's healthy, but if he's not, please don't rush it, Denver. Other than that, though, what do you think's uh, the biggest weakness for this team? Uh, I'm gonna go with the wings, guy. Uh, I'm gonna go with the wings. I feel like forwards. So we'll I'll get into forwards and centers, but the wings. Like Will Barton, he's a bucket getter, you know, but he can't play defense. <clears throat> Tory Craig did actually really well for them. Uh, at the small forward position, but like Juan Hernan Gomez, honestly, he's a four. He's not a three, and they don't like. This is a very very important year for Malik Beasley. Yeah. He needs, because I think he's going to get minutes at the backup shooting guard. Yeah, he, I think he is a backup shooting guard Yeah, right so now. for me, it's that. The he's small talented, f- for sure. Uh, he was a first-round pick, but it was, yep. it was kind of debatable if he should come out just because we didn't know if he was ready or not. He exactly. definitely could score the ball. So uh, if so, he does get minutes this year and, and can do that for them, that's a big help. Exactly. What about you? Uh, I don't see anybody in the starting five that I trust defensively besides Paul Millsap. And like I said, he was hurt last year. You don't trust Gary Harris? He's okay, but... I mean, he's not a defensive stopper, but he's at at least a bad average. I just think that this team can be really good on offense right? uh, because of uh, the shooting ability of Murray and Harris. You got Jokic as probably Mm -hmm. one of the best passing big men in the league. Millsap. Uh, but defensively, being able to get st- buckle down and get stops it's at the end be, of games, it's be uh, I still don't trust them there yet. So no. that, that's easy for me. I agree with you, and I think at one point Denver was actually number one in the offense of last year. Yeah, well, maybe so. if they score enough, they don't have to play defense. But uh, defense and shout the playoffs out to Mike Denton. Must. <laughs> I agree. Shoot. But what about uh, strength? Biggest strength for this team? I mean, we already talked about it. They they have a team full of bucket getters. And if, if even Isaiah Thomas is just a little more healthy than he was last year, that's also, like, a big pickup. Yeah. So if they were to have, like, Michael Porter, Michael Porter and Isaiah Thomas healthy, oh, my God. Yeah. For me, it's uh, the backcourt. I think both of these guys are uh, really young, uh, mm-hmm. aggressive players with chips right. on their shoulders. And then you throw Isaiah Thomas in there, who's uh, got chip on his shoulder, right? Always, but especially this year because uh, contract. You know, yeah, he's got he's trying to make some of the money back he lost. Uh, mm-hmm. Feels like teams gave up on him in, in Cleveland and L.A. Um, and uh, wants to prove everybody wrong. Wants to prove that he can be a, an important piece on a playoff team. So, so uh, is he a player to watch, to watch for you? He is. Uh, <laughs> you know. Two years ago, what he was able to do in Boston was pretty incredible. Right. Uh, given someone of of his size, and uh, no one ever mistook. I, I know you were really high on him. Oh, I uh, love. But no one ever really mistook Isaiah Thomas for a franchise player. But that's what he became in Boston two years mm-hmm. ago. And uh, the fall was really far for him from that uh, that playoff run. But uh, you know. I, he still he still believes in himself, and Denver obviously believes in him. And I'd like to see what he does uh, this season. I want I want to see him do well. No, I, he's gone through a lot. He has, man, and I totally agree with you on Isaiah. For me, it's actually going to be uh, Trey Lyle, Trey Lyles and Tyler Lydon. Lyle, sorry, um, the reason is because those, those two guys were uh, Denver Nuggets traded for them, and they gave up Donovan Mitchell. Um, I think Trey. <laughs> I think Trey Lyles is going to be a good player. 
a very again six ten player who can shoot, and he's really decent on ball handling. Yeah. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. And Tyler Tyler Lydon was hurt a lot, I believe, last year, and he's also another big that can shoot. Yeah, and we'll see how they do. But those are definitely the players to watch for me, and it's because they got him and traded away Donovan Mitchell. Now, would have Denver actually traded Donovan Mitchell? I don't know. But that's how it's going to look, yeah. and it's always going to look. I'm sure all these teams would say that they would have drafted him, but we'll never know. We'll never know, we'll honestly. Never know. It's easy to say that now, in hindsight, mm-hmm. 2020. Like, Anthony Bennett went number one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of teams say they wouldn't have drafted him, but... but- but he was easily in the top three, top four, maybe. Yeah. But anyways, over, under, and wins. 47 and a half. Uh, for me, I'm going to go over, and I feel like it's easy. Like, I would put money on this. you put money on this. All right. I feel over as well. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if they'll get past 50, but I think uh, 48 is, is a good bet. All right. Well, let's go to Prince's... Uh... Oh, gosh. Full rain. <laughs> I'm not a good singer, so I'm not going to no. continue with that. Let's go to Prince's uh, state of Minnesota, Lake Minnetonka. I don't know if Minnesota Timberwolves are in Lake Minnetonka, but, you know, shout out to Minnesota with the 13th ranked. Addition to Josh Okoge with the 20th pick. I actually really like him. Yeah. Uh, Kata Bates Diop, also another person I like with the number 48 pick. And Anthony Tolliver. And then losses, they lost Jamal Crawford and Nemanja Bielitsa. No, I'm going to give a story. I'm going to shout out to my little brother real quick. Shout out to Justin. Um, I forgot who I was, but he was the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the game was really close. And he needed kind of like that stretch four. So I told him to put in Anthony Tolliver. He didn't believe me. I'm like, dude, just put him in. Trust. He ended up being like the leading scorer of the game with like 20-something points. Yeah. Just because like I think Andrew Wiggins will get the ball. He will go. Oh, I was the Chicago Bulls. That's who I was. I was the Chicago Bulls. So Andrew Wiggins got the ball. Zach Levine was guarding him. Went dribble. Got the help side defense there. Anthony Tolliver was wide open for the three. That's a strength. That's why they That's why they got him. That's why they brought him back. <laughs> exactly. But um, did we talk about losses? Uh, yeah. Okay. Expiring contracts then. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Interesting. 19.8 mil player option. I can already tell you right now he's turning that down. He's turning that down what? or he might not whether even be Whether he's turning that down to come back to Minnesota for a bigger contract or whether he's getting another one from somewhere else is the real question. Shout out to the Lakers. Um, Jeff Teague, 18 mil. Taj Gibson, 14 mil. Carl Anthony Towns, qualifying offer of 10.2 mil. Shout out to Derrick Rose, 2.2 million. And Cole Aldridge. Are you serious, Cole Aldridge? Yeah. I don't know if he's on the team, but... But uh, they got his contract. Him $2 million, so $2 million. I, I got to tell you, man, before I move on to the starting five, don't don't say anything about the Lakers or Jimmy Butler, man, because somehow or another, the NBA will, will, <laughs> will think, oh, this guy's from L.A. They're, they're tampering. They'll, they'll do it, man. They'll, I'm, I'm, a I'm a concerned fan. I'm just I'm just trying to protect my team. Because, uh, you know, nobody in the NBA tampers with the Lakers. Everybody knows that, right? No one at all. I mean, yeah, I mean, there were only deals signed like 10 minutes right after – 
the free agency started, but there's no tampering. No. Anyway, sorry, I'm going to get off my high horse. Go here. for it. Projected starting five. Uh, point guard, Jeff Teague. Shooting guard, Andrew Wiggins. Small forward, Jimmy Butler. Power forward, Taj Gibson. And center, Carl Anthony Towns. The rotation. Derek Rose, Tyus Jones, Gorgine Dang. I totally forgot about him. Anthony Tolliver, Justin Patton, Josh Okoye, and Keita Bates-Diop. Q, what do you think of this team? This is a frustrating team. You see all the talent in that starting five, mm-hmm. and uh, even the guys on the bench are some of them I, I like a lot. Um, but for whatever reason, the chemistry just isn't there. And mm. uh, I hate to say it because I was really high on, on this guy like five years ago, but some of it I think is due to the coach, Tom Thibodeau. Uh, some of it I think is just the personality of the guys. There are just some guys that that aren't team players on here. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that just aren't good fits with each other. And uh, so it's gonna. this is a really big season for this franchise because mm-hmm. uh, they could lose Jimmy Butler this offseason. Uh, Jeff Teague, I don't know if he's going to... I think he'll opt into that player option because I don't know if he's going to get more than $18 million anywhere else. I don't think so. But uh, no no Taj Gibson. wonder if he comes back, if, if uh, Tibbs is there still or not. Uh, they haven't extended Carl Anthony Towns yet, which is interesting. You would think that, that they'd do that in a minute since they don't know if Butler's coming back or not, but they right. still have yet to do that. Uh, and then Derrick Rose, you know, under under Tom Thibodeau, had a good playoffs last year, but uh, can he be healthy enough to help them consistently during the regular season now that, mm-hmm. that Crawford's not there? So There's a lot of question marks with this team is what I'm saying. No, there is, and you hear rumors that they're looking at Luol Deng and Joakim Noah. It's kind of... It's kind of weird. What about Kirk Heinrich? Is he available too? You might as well, man. Well. Shoot. Bring in Ronnie Brewer. I was about to say <laughs> the next two words out of my mouth. No, but um, just like you, I had a lot of respect for Tom Thibodeau. And I feel like just like how NBA championship windows close real quick, I feel like the more I cover this, the more I watch the NBA, I feel like that's how it is for coaches. Because, you know, Tom Thibodeau was a great coach, but I feel like once it's done, it's done. You see the, you see that with Stan Van Gunny right now. He got fired. Now Tom Thibodeau, who was a great coach out in Chicago and even in Boston, now it's like, you know, when it's done, it's done. Once there's a new age of kids coming in, I feel like you need a new age coach as well. Yeah. Well, I think it's about adaptability. And mm-hmm. uh, he's still very hard-nosed uh Short rotation, defense first guys. The problem is that on this team, um, the defense first guys don't provide a lot of offense and mm-hmm. uh, aren't playmakers that get the guys that can score best on this team the ball. And so right. when you see someone uh, like Carl Anthony Towns only getting less than 15 shots a game, that's pretty frustrating. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and, and I feel like the, the coaches got to take the responsibility on that. And, and figure a way to get that guy the ball. I so, agree. Um, you know, like I said, I, I was really high on him five years ago. I thought he was the best coach in the NBA, other than Greg Popovich. Uh, I still think he is a very good coach, actually, but I think he needs to learn how to adapt. I think he needs to find new ways to motivate his team and uh, get them ready for the season. Right. What do you think uh, is the biggest weakness, though? Uh, biggest weakness for me is chemistry just like the Washington Wizards just cause 
I don't know what's going on with Jimmy Butler and I don't Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know what's going on. And like to me, honestly, on paper, this is probably better than last year's team. And I say that just because I know what what um, Josh Okogie is going to bring as a young athlete and also a, a decent defender who can come in right now and defend. And I know what um, Bates Diop brings as well. Like, I feel like this is a pretty good team. And their biggest weakness, again, it's just chemistry. I don't, if mom and dad are fighting, I don't know how the kids are going to react. That's that's how I'm going to say it. Yeah. What about you? I don't know if I can pinpoint one thing with this team. I think there's just a few issues with each player. Yeah. And uh, that I'd like to fix. I think Jeff Teague's, you know, above average point guard. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think at this point in his career, facilitating-wise, uh, there's a lot to be desired for. Mm-hmm. Um, he just isn't getting the ball to, to Cronthe Towns enough. Right. Uh, I'd like to fix that about him. Wiggins, uh, we know the potential that this guy has, Maple Jordan, but uh, he needs to try. Just defensively, he's not even close to as good as he can be, which I thought for sure would be something that translated over from from college. He's from um, Canada. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know he puts up points, but other than that, the rest of the of his box score is always really inconsistent. So I'd like to just see him be way more aggressive, and that's always been the issue with him. Mm-hmm. Um, since college uh, is just being aggressive and I think that frustrates Jimmy Butler a lot so we don't know if he's happy mm-hmm. same thing with Carl Anthony Towns it's, it's strange why he hasn't gotten that extension mm-hmm. so who knows how he feels going going into the season and moving forward with this team uh, I, I just think uh, there's an issue with each player that needs to be addressed for this team to fulfill their maximum potential mm-hmm. and that's a lot of, of holes to be filled in, basically, to it get is. there. So it probably never will. Now that you say. now that you crucified them, uh, <laughs> what's their biggest strength? Um, biggest strength. <laughs> I don't know why I'm struggling with this team, but uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, they play really well at home, and they mm-hmm. play really well against a few of the West. Uh, good teams right uh, I know they they get the better of the Thunder quite often yeah, last do. year uh, when they play the Warriors they play them very well uh, from what I've seen so um, in a playoff series if they're able to get that far maybe they'll like you know to get to the second round or mm-hmm. even the conference finals maybe they'll do a lot better than we think in, in those matchups mm-hmm. so no to me the biggest strength is their talent like I said earlier I, I really I'm looking at the roster right now I really like their roster and um, that's it it's Honestly, if team chemistry is good, this this roster is gonna be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but player that you have an eye on, like who are you watching? I'm gonna say two. Uh, for two different reasons. Uh, Derrick Rose, has been one of my favorite players uh, since he's come into the league. Yeah. Obviously, probably one of the the saddest uh, careers in recent basketball memory, just because of the injury his the extensive injury history. Uh, and then some off-the-court stuff, too. Right. Um, but last year, he had a mini-resurgence in the playoffs, obviously in losses, but uh, showed if he can if he can stay healthy, which is the biggest if probably out of any player right. uh, in the league right now, uh, I think he can help this team uh, 
when it gets into its lulls, when nobody else can score, when there's not a lot of chemistry, I think he's instant offense in that regard. Um, and then Carl Anthony Towns is my other guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want to take a, see him take another step. He was really good defender in college, really good rim protector, and his defense has fallen off a cliff since he got to the NBA. Uh, I want to see him kind of take the concepts from Thibodeau and actually apply them in a game and, and get back to that that rim protector we saw at Kentucky. And right. uh, I want to see him demand. I want to see him get angry and demand the ball more because in that playoff series against Houston, there were games where he was not touching the ball for minutes at a time. Uh, I, I want to see him kind of assert himself and be an alpha dog, even even if it means upsetting Jimmy Butler. There, I think that would I think that would make Jimmy Butler more inclined to stay to know that he's got a dog on his team that right. that wants that. What about you? No, if he, um, I got two. Well, I mean, I got the young rooks. I really like their rookies. So both of them, Josh Okogie and um, Bates Diop. But one guy that I'm really looking at is Justin Patton. Um, Justin Patton was in that trade with uh, Jimmy yeah. Butler. And, you know, they gave up Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, basically, and uh, Chris Dunn. And those three guys, minus Zach Levine, so Laurie and Chris Dunn, they had bounce back. They had good years. And Justin Patton was hurt. And I just want to see what he can do because they picked him over John Collins, Jared Antlin, OG Ananobi, of course everyone knows Kuzma, Josh Hart, Derek White, and I mean if you want to add, I'll talk about him a little later, um, Frank Jackson. So I just want to see what he can do. I wasn't a big fan of his coming out of college, so I want to see if I missed anything. Yeah. No, he didn't play a lot last year, so... So if he can add an extra dynamic to this team, that'll certainly help them. Exactly. So over and under, 44.5. I don't feel good saying this, even though I crucified them, but I think they get over. I think they, they had 47 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see this team being worse, but I think they have too much talent to be that much worse unless uh, things just go really bad. So who, who do you think is better, them or the Nuggets? This team should be better, it should, but right? uh, I think Denver's trending trending in the right direction, and uh-huh. Minnesota should we should be saying that about them. But it's just uncertain; it's right. just all up in the air. And so for that part, I'll say Denver at this point is yeah. slightly better. Like for me, Denver, I can see them winning fifty games, but this team, I don't see them winning more than forty six, and that's just because of the chemistry. And who knows, Jimmy might get hurt again or. Towns might go down. That's a big. That's a big thing too, because he played, I think, only sixty games last year. Right. So, uh, and the other guys struggled to carry them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know that that's a that's something to look at going into next. And year. they don't have an easy win against the Lakers either anymore. No. Nope. So for me, as it's hard for me to say, I would again, I wouldn't bet money on this, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna go under. Under. That's gonna be tough though. Shoot, where are we going next? Portland. And then number twelve. Yep. Right. So number twelve, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, additions only one. Anthony Simons. No, don't 20. don't don't disrespect Gary Trent Jr. Like Gary Trent. My bad. My bad. What, <laughs> what pick was he? Shoot, I don't know. He was in the second round. Second, Early second Gary round. Gary Trent Jr. Out of Duke. I forgot about yeah. that. My fault. My fault. It's all good. Duke Blue Devil fans. <laughs> Losses: Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonleh, Ed Davis, Pat Connington. Uh, expiring contracts: uh, Alfaruq Aminu, seven million. Mm-hmm. Seth Curry uh, signed a one-year deal for two point eight million. Nick Stauskas, 1.6. Wade Baldwin, the fourth, 1.5. And Jake Lehman, 1.5. Projected starters, Dame Dalla at the point. 
CJ Cleveland McCollum at the two. Uh, Mo Harkless at the three. Alfaro Camino at the four. Joseph Nurkic at the five. Should that be Demarcus? That should have been Demarcus Cousins, man. Right? <laughs> According to CJ. Uh, I don't think. Who wants Kate, to Kevin Durant will laugh at that. We, yeah. we know that for sure. Uh, rounding out the rest of the rotation uh, Evan Turner, Zach Collins, Caleb Swanigan, Seth Curry. Myers Leonard, Jake Lehman, Nick Stauskas, Gary Trent Jr., Anthony Simons, and Wade Baldwin the fourth. Uh, so obviously this team, surprise team of last year, uh, third in the West, and then they imploded in the playoffs. Uh, they just looked like a shell of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lillard, low key. I don't, I'm not even gonna say low key because I talked about it last year. But you got shut down by Drew Holiday. Oh yeah. Uh, it's not even. Give a lot of credit to New Orleans defense, but it wasn't impressive at all. And uh, I felt like CJ was the only one that played well in that series mm-hmm. on that team. And uh, we saw, we just went over their additions. They only had two guys that, that they drafted, um, both really young guards. They lost their backup point guard. They lost some front court guys. And they uh, added Seth Curry. What, what do you think about them? Do you think there's any way they're third this year or is there like a steep decline can you see him missing the playoffs they're one injury away from being in the lottery that's one injury away to the top three or any starter any start if i gonna say like this if dame or cj miss more than 10 games they're gonna be in the lottery wow i don't like this team and i'm a big damian lillard fan but i feel like who's their gm neil loche yep Former Are you Clipper, familiar with this guy? Former Clipper. Are you familiar manager? with this man? Yep. <laughs> so, um, I don't like the roster. I don't like it. And I don't know why they drafted two guards and then got Seth Curry when their biggest their strength is their guards. Why add more? Why not add to small forward or power forward? And also I don't like Zach Collins. I don't I don't like the team. Caleb Swanigan's too slow right now. I, I think they're going to be I'll in the lottery you, next year. I'll tell you why they drafted two Again. guards. Because the last two forward picks haven't panned out True. right away. Um, this team disappointed a lot of people last year in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Um, I'm hesitant to give up on them completely because they have the second best backcourt in the NBA. Second or third, it's up to who. Second or third, wow. Well, who, do you, who would you... So Golden State's number one. Okay, right? Golden State's number debatable. one. But who's second if it's not them? If you say Washington, maybe. You can argue between Washington and Portland. I like Washington. But outside of them, I'm not sure who you would say. Let me see. Let me think. Let me think. I mean, maybe you could have said Toronto last year with DeRozan and Lowry. Yeah, but that was it. Now, let's see. Uh, By just the ones that I like, honestly, I like Kyrie and Jalen Brown over them. Wow. Okay. But that's me. All right. Fair enough. But, uh-huh. but they, they're, they're dynamic. They're yeah, they're dynamic. dynamic. I'm um, gonna say that. I don't mind the picks because these guys are gonna play heavy minutes anyways. So Napier was a good player for them last year, but I don't know if they necessarily need a backup point guard with both of those guys out there. But Simons is is a guy that came straight out of high school. He's got a lot of potential. They're banking on that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll bring him along slowly. And then Trent just brings more shooting to this team. And we know their oh, wings. I, I, uh, Aminu's developed a shot, but Harkless and Evan Turner, they don't have one. So if Trent 
you know, can hit shots at a high rate like he did at Duke, he's a, a good piece for this team. Um, no, I'm I, a, I'm, I like Gary Trent Jr. I was happy he went somewhere. Yeah. So, but I didn't, Anthony Simonson for me is going to be a project. The thing for me is, uh, it didn't really get talked about a lot last year. I, I don't know how much better this team can get though with all these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much better Lillard's going to get. Uh, McCollum, maybe he has a second level to go to, but can he do it while Lillard's on the team? You know, that that remains to be seen. So I think this team's going to make the playoffs again. Um, definitely don't think they'll be the third seed. I think they'll be fighting for uh, six through eight, more like they were uh, around a year, uh, two years ago. I'm going to say they're fighting for eight. Fighting for eight, all right. Um, but I understand why they took guards, only because... Um, it remains to be seen if the front court picks are going to work out. Collins definitely has uh, so some potential, Baldwin, right? But <laughs> but uh, I think they threw him into the fire a little late last year in the playoffs when things weren't working out mm-hmm. and uh, didn't help his development at all. Um, but what now that we're talking about it? What what's their weakness? Their biggest weakness to you? Um, their shooting. They're bigs, and uh, I guess I mean I I like Gary Trent Jr., Wade Baldwin. I like, but I I'm just gonna say that they're bigs and they're shooting because I'm Joseph Nurkic. I I like him. I like him, but he's not he's not fit for today's game. And Zach Collins is not. He's a bust for me. I don't. I've Already. never liked him. Already. Okay, the only person who I know was in the lottery and didn't start for his college team was Marvin Williams. And look how he uh, panned out. I mean, I could have told you at <laughs> but at 12 years old that that was <laughs> stupid of Who took him? Charlotte? No, Atlanta. Atlanta. Sorry, I don't know why yeah. I said Charlotte. Atlanta. Yeah, I I at 12 year old me was wondering why the hell Chris Paul didn't go there. Why Chris Paul yeah. didn't even go number 1. But I guess back then uh, obviously, you gotta take Biggs number one. Yeah. So, but I definitely didn't understand why Chris Paul didn't go second. So, no. uh, that that's not a surprise to me at all. But uh, for me, it's the front court easily. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nurkic is a really good regular season player, but just nowadays because of the small lineups, mm-hmm. uh, because of teams stretching the floor, because right. of um, the are versatility of guys. Being, needing to be able to like switch and guard smaller guys on the mm-hmm. pick and roll, he's a liability in the playoffs. And we saw right. last year, and he, he played the worst possible guy to kind of exploit that in Anthony Davis. Uh, so maybe if they make playoffs this year, he looks out and doesn't have that stuff matchup. But uh, I just think he's going to struggle in the playoffs again if they make it there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if any of these other guys are ready. Swanigan, like you said, he's probably still not in the best shape. He mm-hmm. might be a little too slow. And uh, Collins will only be ready if they really try to develop him this year, because mm-hmm. uh, I do. I'm not gonna give up on him quite like you. I think the kid can play, um, but he's just got to get more exposure during the regular season if he wants any part of that in the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm just gonna go off with you guys who aren't ready. We don't know about Seth Curry. How is he with injury? Miles Miles Leonard. We we don't know if he's gonna yeah. take another step. Jake Lehman. I I don't know. He looked good at the summer league, but then again, this is like his third or fourth summer league. And same thing with Wade Baldwin. We we don't know. There's too many questions for me to to be um, giving them the playoffs. Yeah. 
Uh, what do you think their strength is, though? Dame, Dollar, and CJ? Yeah, backcourt easily. Yeah. Like I mentioned, second uh, best backcourt in the NBA. My opinion, at least. Uh, they're, they're up there. Yeah. They're dynamic. I'm not uh, what's, who's your player to watch for, I'm gonna, for this team? You though? know me. I, I go and play yours. So um, I was a big fan of Wade Baldwin coming out of uh, Vanderbilt. And I think he's going to he's gonna be that Shabazz Napier. Shabazz Napier last year was that Swiss Army, Swiss Army knife, as you say. Um, he, if he had to guard the threes, he guarded the threes. He had to, you know, he was bas- basically Portland played with three guards with Dame, CJ, and Shabazz Napier. So I wonder if Wade Baldwin can be that. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to look at the rookies again. You know, Gary Trent Jr., I really like them. I think he should have been a first-round pick, maybe even late lottery. And um, Anthony Simonson, he gives me a – he looks like Markel and Brandon Ingram, so hopefully <laughs> he can play like them. <laughs> but um, he, he has some swag to him. Yeah. So those are the three guys I'm looking at. All right. I'm going to borrow one of yours, uh, Gary Trent Jr., I think he's going to light it up from the outside yeah. when he's open. Uh, but uh, as we saw at Duke, and I guess he didn't have a lot of opportunity to show it at Duke. Mm-hmm. I don't know about his isolation game. I don't know about him off the dribble uh, ability to create for himself or others. Yeah. Uh, I'm not if saying he's this able could... to do that a uh-huh. little bit, I think uh, having him play more minutes for his team gives him a whole new look. Right. Uh, because, uh, like I mentioned before, Harkless and Turner struggle to shoot from the outside. Exactly. Um, Aminu's developing it, but if you add another guy in there that can shoot as well as the backcourt can, and uh, can do a little bit of the other stuff as well, right? Uh, and they have him on a cheap contract, you know that that makes the the future a little brighter for this team. I know I said this before, and it's not because he's light skinned but he really gives me a deep Devin uh, Booker vibe. Like he can stroke it, and, like he was in the same situation yep. Devin Booker was his yeah. freshman year at Kentucky. So um, I thought that was a great pickup, and I could see him, I can see him playing the three. Honestly, you move, you can play actually really small if you really want to. Have him at the three, yeah. Mo Harkless at the four, and Off Rook at the five. Yeah, like that's an interesting lineup. Yeah. So, all right, over and under Q forty one point five. I'm gonna go over, even though this team got worse. I just think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that, that that's uh, a little too low for them. They almost had 50 wins last year, so uh, maybe something like 44 is more realistic. Yeah. But Okay, I am, I'm going to go over as well, Portland. Um, they're easily going to win 41 games, so and I'll play that, and I'll bet money on that easily. All right. All right. Going down to the south, uh, we're going to go number 11, uh, New Orleans no Pelicans. When the Saints go marching in, Saints go marching in. Yes, I want to be. Can I say, like, everyone has to go to New Orleans. I just went this past summer. It was beautiful. Food was great. Drinks were cheap. Everyone who hasn't gone needs to go to New Orleans. And Julius Randle, you're a lucky guy. Uh, are you doing additions or me? I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. And I'll All right. That. So additions, uh, Julius Randle. Alfred Payton and Jaleel Okafor. Losses, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, Ray John, Tony Allen, Omir Ashik, Dante Cunningham, DeAndre Liggins, and Jameer Nelson. All right, and expiring contracts. Uh, Nikola Miritich, $12.5 million. Uh, Alexis Ajinka, $5.3 million. Mm-hmm. Alfred Payton, $3 million. Ameka Okafor, $2.4 million. Darius Miller, $2.2 uh, Ian Clark, 
1.8 million, and Frank Jackson has a team option for 1.6 million. Uh, starting point, uh, starting potential, starting five: Drew Holiday, Etuan Moore, Solomon Hill, Nikola Mirotic, and Anthony Davis. And uh, rounding out the rest of the rotation, we have Julius Randle, Alfred Payton, Darius Miller, Ian Clark, Jalil Okafor, Cheek Dialu, Trevon Blewett, Alexis Ozinka, Frank Jackson, and uh, Mecca Okafor. They got both the Okafors on this team. Aren't they cousins? Like distant cousins? I heard. <laughs> I remember they reading something like that. Funny. So. But what do you think of the team? I think they are going to take a l- little bit of a step back mm-hmm. from last year only because I think Rondo was a big part of the team. Uh, I think they played differently when DeMarcus went out. Yeah. Um, so uh, losing him, I think they were going to lose him regardless because I'm not sure if they're going to resign him. It just hurts everybody else in the NBA that they lost him to the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but I think Rondo is definitely uh, losing him is going to hurt. And I'm a little disappointed in their offseason. I know Randall was a good pickup for them, but uh, I think when you watch them play the Warriors, uh, I guess I'll, I'll get into it right now. Biggest weakness for me is just wings that aren't able to really shoot from the outside mm-hmm. other than Holiday and, and more. Um, and they didn't they didn't address that at all this offseason. I'm kind of disappointed in that because I feel like even who, having one or two guys that can do that who could they have Davis, gotten, though? They could have thrown money at someone like Joe Harris or something, no? I don't think Joe Harris I mean, is even like Ra- you, we saw Rodney Hood got signed today for $3.5 million. True. I mean, True. I, I he can light it up better than, than those guys. So yeah. they, there's guys out there that can shoot. Okay. And I just think they didn't try to get anyone, and, and that bothers me a little bit just because that was such a glaring weakness for them last year. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, actually, I kind of like this team, but... The biggest weakness is definitely shooting. They don't have anyone besides, like you said, Drew Holiday and Etuan Moore. And that's all I can think. Oh, and Nikola Mirotic, who can really stroke it. But uh, biggest strength for you? Um, biggest strength. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to say the front court. Front court? Uh, you add Anthony Davis, Julius Randle, Nikola Mirotic. That's three guys that you can just sub around. A three-man rotation. That's if Anthony Davis wants to play center. But if he doesn't want to play center, you, you, I like that they have Mecca Okafor, who had a good year last year. They have Chick Diallo still, and they're gonna give Jaleel Okafor a chance. Yeah. And I feel like I like that. All right. What do you I mean? the way they played last year, I, I like their versatility. They were able to. Uh, really locked down against Portland and, and play in the half court and expose them defensively. Right. But then against Golden State, even though it wasn't successful, you saw them play up-tempo, and I think yeah. uh, they're really successful with that as well. Um, so I like their versatility. Um, I just wish they had made more um, additions to, to the shooting part of this team so that they could really play at full strength, uh, you know, different styles, fast, faster and, and more slow pace. I feel you. Uh, player to watch. I'm gonna go with Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, former Laker. Um, he played well his last year uh, mm-hmm. there, but um, wasn't considered part of the future only because I think they were uh, afraid to pay him a lot and yeah. kind of sacrifice their cap room. Uh, but I think he'll definitely get a lot of minutes here. Um, I, I want to see if if his three point shot can continue to develop. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. see if he can continue to uh, stay under control, um, like going to the basket, and he got a little better defensively last year as well, so I want to see right. him develop that. Uh, if he can do that, 
then New Orleans got a, a steal for the money uh, that they were able to sign him for. No, um, that's honestly, especially come playoff time, have AD at the 5 and Randall at the 4, that's pretty nice. Um, for me, player to watch is Frank Jackson. Um, didn't play much just because of uh, injury, but I saw some videos of him during the summer, and he's going to surprise some people, and I won't, I won't be surprised if he starts at point guard Frank. and Drew comes out at the 2. Not saying before, like in the early season, but probably after all-star yeah. break, he's going to show some people. Yeah, well, he, was, he probably could have... I remember when he came out of high school, he's a dynamic athlete. Mm -hmm. um, I think he got lost in the shuffle there at Duke. With Luke Kennard. Yeah, out. with Kennard and Grayson Allen and Tatum Jason and Tatum. all those guys. Um, and, and he went kind of low in the draft, so I think he's uh, got a higher ceiling than a lot of the guys that go in the second round. Yeah. So uh, definitely think he has the athletic capability to do well there. Um, if he's able to get minutes, Drew Holiday can play the two. Right. We saw him do it last year with Rondo. So definitely having one of those two at the two, uh, if he's able to play well, um, just adds extra dynamic to this team. Honestly, I'm going to watch this team a lot on um, League Pass. League Pass. But over and under, 45.5 wins. I'm going to go over for them. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they get somewhere between 48 and 50. Um, I think Anthony Davis, I'm just going to say it. Uh, he There's not a lot of guys that have a case to being called the, the first or second best player in this league. And I think uh, he. you can argue he has the biggest impact on the game than mm -hmm. anybody in the NBA. Uh, even over uh, LeBron and KD at this point, just because he's the most consistent defensively out of those three, you know he's he's probably he, the best defensive player in the league. Other he is younger, though. Rudy Gobert. Uh, really good offensively now. Um, has, even though he's not the strongest guy as a post-up game, mm -hmm. just has the shooting range. We see him, how deadly he is in the pick-and-roll. Um on a night in night out basis, he's become extremely consistent. So um, he's a top five to me. He's top five player right now. If healthy, um, yes. yeah. So um, I don't know. I just it's high praise for me for him. I guess. And I'm gonna say this: if he signs with um, Clutch Sports, um, he's definitely going to the Lakers. That's all I'm gonna say. But Dude, um, don't say anything about the Lakers. I told you, man. I'm not, <laughs> Trying to get another tampering fine for them. No, right? but I really like this team, honestly. <laughs> and um, I'm excited to see them. But um, that is it. Um, any last words? No, just uh, like us on, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Follow us. And uh, we'll run it back with you guys next time. Sounds good. All right, y'all. Take it easy.